You're listening to Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. It is that time of year, spring break. And even if you're not taking a break and going somewhere, maybe you're starting to think about places you'd like to visit this year. It's more likely than not that you're going to spend some time in the warmer months exploring our own beautiful state of Michigan. Luckily, we have a team of guys who devote their public television program to finding the places and people that make Michigan so special. Under the Radar Michigan airs on PBS with host Tom Dalden and producer Jim Edelman. Tom and Jim have a new book out next week, Under the Radar Michigan, The Next 50, which takes a look at their travels and adventures while filming the show. Tom and Jim, welcome back to Detroit Today. Thanks, Thank, Stephen. Thank you always so much. great wow. to see you guys in person. Oh. Oh. Wow. And we're a team. I <laughs> we are a team out. now. Yeah. <laughs> we get is, extra is this news to them. you, right? Do I have <laughs> X-Men powers as well? <laughs> we right. do get accused of spending too much time together. Before we start, before we start. happens when you travel the state and film it together, yeah, right? We do. You're going to get to know each other pretty well. Oh, yeah. And before we start, just to assist with the theater of the mind with the folks at home, Stephen and I are both wearing hats. We both have facial hair and we're wearing sweaters. And yes. Jim is not. Yes. <laughs> My eyebrows are falling out. I'm very Jim concerned is about the that. oddball out today. <laughs> so, so let's start with the name of this book, The Next mm, 50. Yes. What's that about? Well, what we did was we took our second 50 shows from show 51 to actually 101. There's Extra a bonus, bonus there's chapter. There's a bonus chapter in there. <laughs> and we actually smirched it down into book form okay. and smushed. made a book out of it. So yeah. people can actually uh, purchase this book and. Well, hope, hopefully. And, <laughs> ding, <laughs> ding. There's plug number one. Got that sales pitch in there. <laughs> yeah. We haven't even been. Yeah, a, I know. And he's not even the sales guy. I was going to say, know. we're not five minutes into the segment. You're selling books. <laughs> so to repeat that, people could purchase the book, and then you throw it in your glove box, in your backpack, in your briefcase, whatever, and they can follow along with our adventures and do this. They go to the same restaurants, parks, great hikes, interesting people. It's all in the book. Yeah. How, how many shows do you guys have at this point? Okay, right now we're working on show 109? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Wow. Something like that. Yeah. Season 8. I mean, it just is crazy because, I mean, you know, you've been in our circle yeah. of influence since yeah. season 1. Yeah. It, we didn't think this far down the road. We still season don't think. Eight. No. <laughs> season 8. Uh, you know, I, and I don't know the answer to this question. How did you guys come up? With this show and decide and and get uh, PBS to say, hey, that sounds like a cool idea. We're gonna put it on television. That is a great question. We're still trying to figure that out. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I was actually uh, before back before the turn of the decade, like 2009. I was producing car commercials, um, and when the car companies all crashed, um, I lost 90 percent of my income. Wow. Yeah. And like a lot of of people in Michigan, when the economy went bad. We had to reinvent ourselves. Yeah. Jim, at that time, was I was in radio, uh-huh. and, and I and I was working here, um, but at you know, WDT, yeah, not very so, long. <laughs> no, it, it, you know that was the the unfortunate part of it is that when you know when I was bounced out of uh, commercial radio, mm-hmm. I found a great home here. The day I started here was when we got word we were getting funded for is the that show. Right? Yeah, wow. so yeah. it was a perfect storm of bad timing for both of. DET and us because yeah. I tried to do both for a while. And were you both just people who who love the state and love different the you know the sort of hidden spots in the state? I mean, uh, talk about how that idea came together. Well, it actually came uh, uh, at a meeting. We were sitting at a big board table uh, with uh, PBS, 
And we just threw out the idea, and they fell in love with it, hmm. and as did we. But it, we thought, well, now we have to get money to make it. Right. <laughs> I think the bigger thing is that we didn't realize what the show was going to become. We thought it was an exploration show of Michigan. What happened was it became a small business show, a restaurant show, a travel show, right. a uh, a real estate show. Oh, it it yeah. just kind of morphed into this. We You can't kind of create that in your head. It just becomes something. Right. Yeah. Some major corporations actually use our show as a recruitment tool. People just mm-hmm. say, oh, I don't know, do I want to move to Detroit? Do I want to come to Michigan? And they say, watch this program. Wow. It gets you a, be- a better idea of the people, places, and things that we have here, and it works. But it's as a- you know, you know, the public broadcasting airwaves, both TV and radio, they fill the gap on programming sure. that is important. Yeah. And this and is stuff an important that, program. That, that commercial uh, television and radio would never exactly. show real interest in. Um, uh, let's talk about that first show. Mm. <laughs> show yeah. one. What, what, remind me. Detroit, what Kalamazoo, and yes. um, Port Huron? Yes, I believe so. When was we that first started, the Honeybee the, one. No, 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 no. That no. Honeybee is like season, season four, two. Season two. Season two. Okay. So um, it was the Inn on Ferry Street. Uh, it was the Kalamazoo Air Zoo. The Air Zoo in Kalamazoo, and we. Oh, did, it was Royal Oak. Oh, you're right. It was Royal it was, Oak, and oh, three was, places to eat in Royal Oak. Two of which are gone, and one wow, right. Second Street Sub Shop is still there. Yeah, and, and the, he still gets people coming in. Yeah, he, we featured him eight years who, ago, and he still say, has people. I saw this on uh, yeah. on PBS. Yeah. 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 So we. Um, yeah, the first few shows we thought we'll do three cities in one <laughs> in one twenty-two minute block, and then we did about five of those shows. We said, okay, this is not Let's this is not slow working. it down. Yeah. A little, Way right? too many miles on the car. <laughs> exactly. I, I I remember that the the honeybee episode mm-hmm. uh, for for months and months. I mean, I shop at honeybee. Yeah. That's where I buy groceries. Uh, they had it running uh, in a loop uh, at the at the deli counter. I felt counter. so bad for so those stand employees. There, <laughs> you'd stand there waiting for your uh, your monster cheese and, and watch watch the honeybee episode. It's a five minute segment, so yeah. if you loop it, I'm sure the first yeah. 350 times it was interesting. But those four people that worked there are probably okay. Yeah, okay get the guy day. with the mustache out of here. It's the guacamole joke again. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is Detroit today on 101.9 WDET. I'm Stephen. Henderson. And as always, thanks for tuning in. My guests are Tom Dalden, the host of Under the Radar Michigan, and Jim Edelman, who is the executive producer of Under the Radar Michigan. We're talking about their show, their new book, The Next 50, and in a little bit, we're going to talk about some cool things here in Michigan, and we're going to want to hear from you about those cool things at uh, 313-577-1019, things like the prettiest place in Michigan in spring, the prettiest Mm -hmm. beach, and of course, we're going to get to, at the end, a special question from our friends at Culture Shift about pizza. They are obsessed with pizza on that show right now, so uh, we'll talk about that as well. But you can also go to the WDET Facebook page, put your comments there, or go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today, and we'll work you into the conversation. Uh, before we get to the list, my list of, of really, really hard-hitting, tough questions <laughs> for you guys about the state of Michigan, I, I, I want to ask about uh, whether you think you'll ever run out of ideas for this show, it will, will, will you get to a point where you said, uh, we've been to all these places now. There's nothing else to talk about. It's funny you should ask that because I, a friend of mine, when we first started doing the show eight years ago, said to me, dude, you're doing a show just about Michigan? Like, what are you going to do after the one season? <laughs> and it is mind-boggling how many interesting, cool people, places, and things there are. We have a very large, loyal, and engaged um, social media audience. Uh-huh. 
And we get emails and posts on our Facebook page every few minutes from people saying, have you been here? Have you seen this? Have you done that? Have you eaten at this restaurant? Have you? And we keep all that information. So right now on our laptops, we probably have 11 billion, that's the <laughs> exact number, um, suggestions from people. It's wow. endless. There's, I mean, this is a huge state. There's 10 million people here. Mm-hmm. There's, new, there's young people doing new, interesting, cool things every day. There's old people doing new, interesting things yeah. every yeah, day. I shouldn't, yeah, I shouldn't yeah, exclude that's not, them. That's not pigeonhole. Since one of them. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's... It's mind-boggling. Our biggest challenge when we go into a town is narrowing it down to like three things that we want to talk that about. That you want to do. Yeah. yeah. So it's endless. We could do this show until our kids are tired of it, yeah. you know, until they're doing it. So, What's the coolest thing each of you have learned about Michigan while you've been doing this show? Oh my God. The thing it's that you shaped didn't like know a mitten. It's yeah, <laughs> like crazy. A Who knew? <laughs> Who would have thunk? I finally uh, see it. One of the coolest <laughs> things that I've learned is that uh, they let us go to the top of the Mackinac Bridge. Did they? I, see, I wouldn't do that. I, I'm, well, I mean, I was there. not happy driving over. I want to go. I want to go up again. I'll bring you, up. you went up to the top of three the... times. He's been up there. Man, I don't know. Uh... I did. I did it once. I'm still trying to get the. The uh, <laughs> anyway, I can't say that. But I'm sorry. Yeah, policy it, conference. Yeah, let me know. Right. Let yeah. me know. I don't know. I don't he know loves it up there. That. It's you're you're almost 600 feet above the water, and oh the platform goodness. you're standing on is about seven feet wide, 25 feet long, and there's two pipe railings on either side, and that's well, it. Well, I'd imagine that the wind up there. Yeah, it was. Yeah, ruined my hair. We've been lucky. <laughs> yeah, we've been lucky. The times we've been up there, it's been absolutely beautiful. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, the big the biggest discovery for me was. And these are some of my favorite shows, um, the Upper Peninsula, our yeah. UP Adventures. Yeah. yeah. I had no idea. I call it our own out west. When you get up there, especially in the western half where you're it's in a different so time zone, different. Yeah. it's just, you think you're in Colorado. Yeah. It's just, and it's four hours, it's only four hours from here, yeah. and it's never too I mean, far if you're having fun in the car. If I had to answer that question, I would say it would have been the first time I drove across the Mackinac Bridge to the other side. Yeah. Uh, and, and immediately when you get, Onto the Upper Peninsula, it looks different, oh, right? As like, a matter of fact, you're like I'm in a whole other place. We always say the exact same thing every time we cross the bridge. Ready, Jim? Go. Yeah. I go. Look, rocky outcroppings. <laughs> it's completely different, <laughs> and it is. It's and Eric is so tired of us saying that. Yeah, in the but car. it is. I mean, that, there's no rocky outcroppings down here, and it, no. it looks, smells, feels. It does completely different. And it's it, different that doesn't land. make a lot of sense because. You think, well, it's the same state, but I mean, they are two different land masses exactly. that just happen exactly. to be separated by the lake. Yeah. Plus, it changes from silver and Honolulu blue to uh, oh yeah, to green and yellow up there. I mean, everybody's Packer <laughs> yeah, fans right? up no, there. That's right. That's not a good thing. I'll say one of the things that surprises me is, you know, when you dig into communities um, downriver. Um, I just went for a tour of of, um, of Flat Rock and River Rouge. Uh, these are communities that are despite their industrial roots, mm-hmm. they're thriving and they're finding their, their way. They're doing a lot of different things uh, to, to get people to want to wanna live there mm-hmm. or to work there. Uh, I've spent some time in Wyandotte yes. uh, and, and how how much it's changing, how much it's trying to do with the, the waterfront there. It's, yeah. it's pretty interesting. Another thing we, we are really getting a big kick out of is, and, and it's a reason why we do two shows a season on Detroit, uh, there is so much happening in Detroit right now that it's so mu- it's like an adventure every time we come down here. Yeah. My daughter actually, Andrea, lives in West Village, so she's like our eyes on the yeah. ground. Yeah. She's yeah. always finding new restaurants, <laughs> cool things, cool places. Um, so yeah, there's so much happening in, D- in Detroit that we just love coming down here. So yeah, 
Yeah. That's been, sorry. All right, let's get to the list of <laughs> really tough, hard-hitting questions okay. here. We're uh, ready for it. I wrote stuff down here on paper. <laughs> What's the best roadside attraction in Michigan that is off the beaten path? Oh, okay. well, I know the one that's on the beaten path. Well, <laughs> actually, I'll let you start. All right, um, UP, Kitchitakippi. It's a spring. <laughs> it's a deep water spring. Um, 10,000 gallons a minute of water. And it's not a roadside attraction, but it is part of a park. Yes. And it is something that you have to see. Wow. Um, there are these massive 30, 40 inch uh, uh, lake trout that just float in this uh, super clear water huh. that you can wheel yourself out on a uh, on a little barge. And where in the UP is it? Uh, near. Uh, oh, Kitchitakippi is uh, north of um, Manistique, is it? That sounds right. Huh. Yeah, it's, it's along, uh, if you go along it's road like, two, um, like you've heard of Wiki Wachi. Yes. Well, Kitchen to Kippy is harder to say yeah. and spell, <laughs> and it's uh, it's just an incredible. This spring never freezes. They've, these are prehistoric size wow. trout in there, and it's when you're out on the boat on the spring, the water is so crystal clear. It looks like you're floating in the air. Wow. It's bizarre. Wow. It is manistique. Yes. Yeah. I gotta Good say I, that that's uh, that's new. That's new for me. I've never heard of that. So now you go for the pure, the pure roadside attraction now. Well, one that I've been driving by, it's not off the beaten path, that I've been driving by since I was a little kid was, and it's hard to say, and you got to be careful, it's <laughs> Seashell City. Yeah. Um, we actually went in there, featured them on the show, and I was pleasantly surprised. It's got, if you're into shells... Uh-huh. I mean, why it's where it is, I still don't understand. It's, <laughs> it's the on the of, way up yeah. to, tra- up to uh, Man- uh, Mackinac. Yeah. Right. I realized right. 11 billion years ago this was the bottom of an, of an ocean, but um, fascinating place. Huh. The seashells they have in there of all kinds. Of they have a 500-pound man-eating clam in there. So, Do they really? Yeah. Little shell. It chased me out of the store. <laughs> just the, right, just it's the shell. Still they made chowder. <laughs> and again, uh, if you want to join the conversation here, tell us about the places in Michigan that you love. Tell us about places maybe we haven't heard of mm-hmm. here in the state of Michigan. 313-577-1019 is the number. That's 313-577-1019. If you are on spring break, uh, enjoying some place in Michigan, definitely tell us where you are and uh, what you're enjoying about it. You can also go to the WDET Facebook page, put your comments there, or go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today. We'll work you into the conversation. Let's go to Charlie in Detroit. Charlie, welcome to hey, Detroit. Hey, good morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a couple places I've been within the last month or so. Lake Gogebeck Inn, um, best whitefish I've ever had. And where's um, that? In Michigan. Where's that, Charlie? It's Lake Gogebeck, it's... Um, well, it's far western UP. Um, near Ironwood? They're just north of Presque Isle, Wisconsin. It's it's just almost oh, wow. on the far western edge. And I uh, actually went down into Presque Isle, went to a little uh, bar there to have dinner one night, and there was a Willie Nelson lookalike. But uh, <laughs> the other place I just went yeah, a couple nights ago in Grand Rapids is a place called Sanchez. It's downtown, and it's a kind of tapas place. It's really good. I guess mm. it's been there a while. And uh, didn't get to order, but they have paella, and I don't know too many places in Michigan you can get that, so I'm definitely yeah. going back for that. But it's like a 45 minute lead time to, yeah. you know, get it. But wow. so I just wondered if you're familiar with either of those two. Yeah, uh, no, as a matter of fact, but we're taking notes as you speak. This is where we get most of our <laughs> this will be really episode good, 120. Yeah, really, <laughs> our really good ideas is from uh, friends, family, and fans. They they tell us about all these really cool places. If you're in Grand Rapids and you want. Uh, Probably the best taco ever made by a human being. <laughs> really? It's called La Taqueria San Jose. Huh. Uh, La Taqueria San Jose. It's south of downtown Grand Rapids. 
um, wonderful family, came up from Mexico, um, sweetest, w- wonderful people. Yeah. Um, it's an earthy place, um, but oh my gosh. Huh. I'm also tacos. willing to continue the search for the world's best tacos, so we're not stopping there. <laughs> no. We're going to continue to we find. keep trying yeah. them out. And yeah, gotcha. it's hard. Somebody's got to do this. You know, yeah. that's uh, it's one of the things that, on you know, living here in southeast Michigan that I think a lot of folks don't realize is that Grand Rapids has – a uh, fairly sizable Latino population as yes, well, and definitely. great uh, Latino food yes, all over the yes. city. But I had not heard of that place before. I'll have yeah, to go. it's a little one. hole in the wall, um, it but out. it's a great, great little place. Yeah. Um, all right. So, what would you say is the best place to see fall colors in Michigan? The best place to see it. Wow. <laughs> There's a bunch. There's a little favorite place of mine that's. It's a little road that goes out of the back of the little town of Empire, Michigan. Okay. Um, you, you, when you drive into Empire, if you go to the back of town, which is right on Lake Michigan, mm-hmm. um, and turn left, there's this little tunnel of trees that goes up out of town. I wish I could remember the name of the road. Um, and it's actually about a mile of a complete tunnel of trees. And in the fall, wow. it's magic because all the maple trees, the leaves turn like a yellowish color, and it's surreal back in there. Wow. But the actual tunnel of trees is a beautiful place as yeah, well. Yeah, uh, there, you know, we've shot at so many places in the fall, and you look for those vantage points to get really good camera angles from. Mm-hmm. There's a, a, a place just outside of Oscoda, yes, uh, Champagne Hill, s- yes. where the river cuts through and you're sitting up above. And it's a, okay. they're, they're, we've used that shot a lot in the show. Um, <laughs> and it's just this, this great vintage, vantage point of the river. And the leaves were, were just turning. We have a tendency not to get there during peak so we have a problem with some of <laughs> right. our timing. Right. Uh, we shot in the fall uh, of the UP last year, um, and oh, wow. it was so green in late September. It was it was just like where all yeah, the colors. Yeah, you can never tell. And they just instantly sort of fell. Warm fall, but he's right. right. This, yeah. this is just west of Oscoda, yeah. and it's on the Asable River. Yes. And it's an, a bluff. That's about, you're about 200, 300 feet above the river. And yeah, the, the the view there in the fall is spectacular. Wow! Wow! All right, I will have to check out some of these places. I feel like uh, I feel like I'm stuck here in Detroit and not seeing enough of the rest of the state. All right, the folks at Culture Shift uh, are doing their Munch Madness Pizza Bracket, mm-hmm. which you can find and fill out at wdet.org. But I want to ask both of you guys. What's the best pizza in Metro Detroit? And if you get it wrong, you're not coming back on the show. Again. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, I'll go first on this one. It, well, it depends on the style that you like, but go ahead. Yeah, um, I like thin crust. Okay. Um, so I like um, I like what Sapinos does, and yes. I like what uh, a tomato a pizza does out in Farmington. Yeah, that's um, a good place, too. Those are really good pies, but, I mean, it, you've got so many styles here. You know, you got the Louis, the Buddies, yeah, the, yeah. the Shields. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's, there's, and I know that these are fighting words when you bring up pizza. It is. You know, right? yeah. <laughs> I mean, you just said, you just said the ones I was going to mention. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. You just named them all. No, I do well, love Sapino. I didn't Sapino. Sapino's French bread pizza. That's your favorite. Yeah. <laughs> Sapino's is Stover, a... What? <laughs> no, it's... Yeah, you're definitely not coming back on the show. <laughs> <say that. laughs> no. Um, I mean, Sapino is, yeah, down in Easter Market. Yeah, that, that's no. great pizza. But, yeah, if you like uh, thick pizza, then probably Louis is probably, yeah. So I mean. the correct answer oh. is for thin crust, Sapino's. For deep dish, it's Buddy's. 
And yes. there are no, there's no debate about this. They know they're well, doing this, ask this crazy thing on Munch Madness. <laughs> they're doing this crazy thing, and and if they get it wrong, they will find out what the consequences will be. <laughs> are there brackets somewhere? Is there a bracket somewhere There is on the a wall? bracket. There, right. well, there's brackets all over, and you go to WDET.org, and you can fill them out. Yeah, I will fill out my bracket. See if you can win. But uh, again, there there's only one answer to this question. So. <laughs> it was a trick question. Yes. All right. Uh, Tom Dalton, host of Under the Radar Michigan, and Jim Edelman, executive producer of Under the Radar. Thanks, as always, for being here on Detroit Today. Oh, we're done? Yeah, we're done. We're going to raise some money now. You've got to have us back every Friday. This yeah. is too much fun. Yeah, Thank you, Stephen. Always Steven. good. All right, we'll see you soon. That's going to do it for us on Detroit Today. I will be back next week. I hope you will, too. This is 1019 WDET, Detroit's public radio station, a community service of Wayne State University. I'll see you on Monday. <laughs>